1: Hey, I'm Paul Stevenson, and this is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with big-name interview shows every Monday, and yesterday's was Boston founding member Barry Goodrow. It's well worth a listen. And you get one of these short episodes every single day, Tuesday through to Sunday. Thanks, as always, for hitting play. Now, today is October the 4th, and it's a poignant day for the Beatles album Abbey Road. It first hit the number one spot on the UK album chart on this day in 1969 and it did it again on this day in 2019 when it returned to the top spot thanks to the release of the 50th anniversary edition and I can't mention the Beatles without balancing it with the Stones and back on this day in 2007 the Rolling Stones set a new record for the top grossing tour of all time with their A Bigger Bang Tour raking in $437 million incredible And on this day in 1982, Morrissey, Johnny Marr and company made their live debut when they played a gig as the Smiths at the Ritz in Manchester. They supported Blue Rondo a la Turk. Yeah, me neither. But for our main show, we're looking at an iconic album that went to number one in the UK 47 years ago today. Yes, on this day in 1975, Pink Floyd's album, Wish You Were Here, went to number one on the UK album chart. It would, of course, go to number one in the US as well. Now, this was the follow-up album to the groundbreaking Dark Side of the Moon. I mean, how on earth do you follow up a record as legendary as that? Everything from the artwork to the music to the legends and myths that surrounded it made it a hard act to follow. And the result was an album with just five songs on it running to 44 minutes but that's just some of the tale. With me to dive deeper is a man who knows all about Pink Floyd, from Pink Floyd collectors, Philip Walters.
2: After the success of Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd returned to the studio, but they wanted to approach things a bit differently, Uh, so they decided on not using any modern-day equipment. So they endorsed on a project called Household Objects, Where they would attempt to try and make an album out of just regular items a hairdryer for example maybe a toaster just something that made a rhythmical sound and pink floyd seriously looked at this for they say two months in the studio creating sounds from elastic bands and that type of thing common sense prevailed and pink floyd picked up their guitars and drums and keyboards and set about making a new album the album, from the very start, Roger Waters has said, had a feeling of isolation and the feeling that the band wasn't quite together on this album. Hence the title Wish You Were Here. And a lot of the song's lyrics do look at the music business and how after success they had been targeted to try and be exploited. Pink Floyd would use the artistic duo Hypnosis. Their graphics would help confirm the album's statement. With a single black sleeve, the intention to let the audience know that there was isolation and a feeling of non-unity. In 1974, at the beginning of that tour in France, Pink Floyd debuted the song Shine On You Crazy Diamond that would later appear on Wish You Were Here. So this was the first sighting that the band had been in the studio and creating new music And as with some of the Dark Side of the Moon material, they were putting it out live first before nailing on the studio recording. Upon the album's release in both the USA and the UK, the album received mild reception. It it, it kind of got three out of five stars. Everybody was looking for Dark Side of the Moon 2. And I think, in all honesty, no reviewer came to this with something new. It was, okay. no, we want... The success of Dark Side of the Moon give us Dark Side of the Moon 2. This has, of course, changed over time and now the album features number one on a lot of people's lists and a lot of musicians even cite the album as being highly inspirational. So 47 years after its release, what do I personally make of the album? Well, it's actually my favourite Pink Floyd album. I would put it ahead of Dark Side of the Moon, maybe through overexposure to that particular album during a time of my life, But I just find the whole suite of Shine On You Crazy Diamond" parts one to nine is just so beautiful. If I'm in the mood, it's the perfect Pink Floyd song. And I think the rest of the album is very strong as well. Each song works in its own context and the whole thing works as a concept. So for that reason, it's my number one album. And
1: a big thanks to Philip from Pink Floyd Collectors there. If you're a fan of the band, you have to check out Pink Floyd Collectors on all the social media channels now. Well, that's it for October 4th. I'll be back tomorrow with another story from this day in the history of rock. But until then, take care.
0: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football